Hi, I'm Alvian Lyons. And I'm Doug Weiss. And welcome to Love Life. So Douglas, today we're going to have a little bit of a conversation about something that I think almost every human being has experienced at some time in their life or another. And that is heartbreak. Mm. Yeah. One of the toughest experiences we can have, one of the most tearing experiences we can have, but one that you're almost guaranteed to have as we pursue finding the person for us. So my question for you is, how does one get over heartbreak? Can you? What do you think about that? Well, uh, as someone who... Uh, can share this experience with every single one of our listeners, I'm sure, as you said. Um, not easy. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, the, the whole graphical notion for just a second of the breaking heart is, is actually quite accurate. You know, people have quite literally um, fallen ill, Mm-hmm. Gravely ill, mm-hmm. in some. some cases even died Absolutely. as a consequence of a broken heart. I know that sounds dramatic, but the emotional uh, rigor, uh, the, the pain, um, the implications of that pain are so severe. Mm-hmm. Um, and the intensity is so severe that it can, in, in fact, Completely Have, erode yeah. our well-being, physically Physical and otherwise. Mm-hmm. But, but obviously, we do get over it. We do get on with life. And I have thought back in my own life, what brought me up from that pit of depression, mm. that bottom of the well feeling? And always and ultimately, one thing, it was... And I know this sounds almost um, paradoxic, not thinking about myself, Hmm. but focusing my energies on the people around me and trying to do something for other people Hmm. made me feel better. Interesting. And the more I did, the more I turned outward into the world and thought about the people around me and what I could do, how I could be of service to them how I could invest myself in their needs, the better I felt. Mm. Now, I'm going to come at this, as I almost always do, from a, you know, from a spiritual perspective and say that I think that this is, this is when we are acting in, a, in the way that, that we've been told we should, that we are acting out of a higher sense of self that we are putting others' needs ahead of our own. And that in that selflessness, we lose ourselves hmm. and we find ourselves. Simultaneously. And heartbreak is the rejection of self. It is, in a very real sense, the most profound rejection of yourself by someone else in whom you have invested in relationship. And so to recover yourself, I would... I would submit you first have to lose yourself. Hmm. That is such a profound response. And I realize as, as I'm sitting here listening to you that the one thing that I could say unequivocally about heartbreak is that on the other side of it, 
you can get to a point that it's almost like you're talking about a best friend you had Mm. who has had an experience, but you can become so detached from that heartbreak as a byproduct of being healed that it is not, it almost doesn't feel real for you anymore. So let me, let me explain what I mean. Like it's been so long since I have had the experience Mm -hmm. that I almost feel no direct connection to the emotion even though i know i have had severe heartbreak years ago you can get so healed that what feels today like something you'd never get over tomorrow can be something that you can talk about in such a calm and matter of fact and even appreciative manner that I know that is a byproduct of the things that did not work in my life. I am better as a woman, as a partner, as a friend, as a person because of those things. And I am so far past those experiences that they no longer have power over me anymore. And I know a lot of times when people are in the midst of heartbreak, it feels like you'll never get Mm -hmm. over it, Mm -hmm. that you'll never be whole again, that you're never going to be able to find someone to love you the way that you want to be loved, that you, and it, 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 we, we go through these cycles of scripting and lyrics that we play for ourselves that reinforce these notions of pain. And what I can say unequivocally is that none of those things are true. Right. That it does not, this is not your forever, this is your right now. Mm-hmm. And even in the pain of this right now, you can walk away from this experience a better human being than you were before you went into the experience. And to what you said previously, Douglas, you're absolutely right. When we turn our presence, when we turn our perspective outward, instead of inward, there is such a richness in loving on others at the very moments that mm-hmm. you want to right. be loved upon. Right. And, and, and you know, and there's a temporal um, dimension to this as well, mm-hmm. which you just alluded to, and that is this notion about um, uh, living in the now. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. we're heartbroken, we have a tendency, in fact, an awful lot in life, we have a tendency to live in the past. Right. You know, and we're replaying as... The as, pain. As, mm-hmm. as you said, we've got that carefully prepared script about... Over and uh, over. And, and mm-hmm. so we, we live in the past, mm-hmm. which is what I had mm-hmm. and lost. And we live in a future. What will not happen. Absolutely. I will never find the right person. Absolutely. I will never this. I will never that. It, 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 we... This is an old and, and tired saw, I'm sure, but we all understand that this is a fiction. The past is over. There's nothing we can do, even if we were still together with the person that we loved. Um, it's gone. I, those days are over. I have no idea whether we're going to have tomorrow. Right. All I have is this moment. But instead of living in this moment, I, you know, when we're heartbroken, we have a tendency to kind of skip over the now and either dwell on the past or concern ourselves the future. with a future, fretting about a future that hasn't happened yet mm-hmm. and projecting into it the same despondence, mm-hmm. the same sense of, of imbalance and unhappiness that we're suffering about the past that we no longer have. Um, 
you know, in the face of it, when you put it out objectively like that, it seems it's it, it's really absurd. <laughs> but it doesn't feel it at the time. I mean, we all know this is this is as we opened the show. We said this is one of the hardest things human beings navigate. But in fact, um, you know, we we need to get our sense of time. Uh, a, a little more clear in our hearts. And I think that, you know, the, the, the whole point of focusing outward, you know, reminds me of a wonderful story by George MacDonald. He tells the story of a young acolyte who, who wants to become great. And he asks this, this wizened um, uh, uh, leader uh, how he can go about doing that. And, and the lesson that he gets is, well, tonight when you go to bed, you know, line up your shoes underneath your bed. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's it. That's the that's great, great wisdom. That's the great advice. <laughs> and and he doesn't understand it. And it's not until later that we we get the lesson in this story, which is it's about taking you know taking charge of your will. Mm. And sometimes we in life we have to sort of go through the motions even when we don't believe this is going to help. We don't believe this is you know, it's like when you start a diet or you go to the gym or anything else in life <laughs> that requires some effort on our part. Mm -hmm. I don't feel good today. I feel, you know, rotten about the world. I feel like I've been kicked, you know, in my heart. Get up. And do do something for other people. Mm -hmm. Go through your day mm -hmm. and don't focus on what's happened, but focus on other people and that experience of going through, if you will, the motions mm -hmm. of it carries you until it becomes a habit. Indeed. And once it's habituated, you're no longer focused on you. What's so true about that is that love has a way of being... Um, and the lessons learned from it can be applied in so many different ways. And to your beautiful point, I remember at a point in my life when I had the least amount of liquid asset. I was, you know, far less financially comfortable than I am now. And the thing that would make me feel the most rich was I used to take my kids through Mc the McDonald's fast food line and we would pay for the car behind us mm. and we would drive off and I would let the kids look through the back window to see the reaction of the people in the car. Wow. And we used to call it the $5 millionaire that for basically $5, you could feel like a millionaire, that feeling of being able to do something mm. for somebody when you had so little and you are so right that logically speaking it's when I had the least amount of money but by not making it about what I didn't have but rather what I did and what I could do for someone else made me feel so full and so rich I used to always say, I feel like a little Oprah car for you and a car for you and a happy meal for you. <laughs> I just loved it. And to think about that when it comes to while you're hurting because of something that you may have lost in your personal world and to turn that hurt into the opportunity to bring light and love into somebody else's life, the richness that comes from that, you become your own little millionaire. Mm. And I wealth is I, in I all kinds story. of things. I'm going to do that. It's the most amazing feeling yeah. ever. I love it, love it, love it. And still, we do it random places. So, we learn a lot. 
in little unexpected ways. And pain can end up being passion and passion can end up being pleasure when we stop making it about us and we make it about somebody else. We hope that you're not suffering heartbreak yourself right now. But if you are um, and you'd like to talk about it, write to us. Mm-hmm. Write to Alvian at lovelife.digital. Or write to Douglas, also at lovelife.digital. Share your story with us. We want to be part of the process of helping you heal. Absolutely, because we love you. And we want to thank Barbara Hamley, our producer, and Todd Washburn, our engineer. And all of us together at Love Life wish you a great day. We'll be back with you next week.